Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me today. We've got a good one. We're gonna be talking about anchor habits. And this is part of our bulletproof mindset thing. So this is gonna help you get your head in the right space so that you can make the changes that you need to in order to make as much progress as possible. What you need to know today is we need to know what I mean when I'm talking about anchor habits. And then what we're gonna do is we're gonna run you through some examples so that you can actually understand how powerful they can be. The first thing to talk about though is the problem. And the main problem is, is that people have the wrong strategy. They often focus on superficial changes that don't offer them fantastic return on effort versus thinking about changes on a deeper level, which may not seem immediately as obvious, but that actually have much wider ranging implications and actually end with a lot more positive progress. A lot of the times when people focus on the superficial stuff, they feel a bit like they're kind of wading through mud. It's really slow, it's kludgy, it's, you know, it takes a lot of effort and you don't make a lot of progress. So let's get straight into it and let's see what we're talking about. So first things first, not all habits are created equal. Good Abraham Lincoln quote here, which is give me six hours to chop down a tree and I'll spend the first four sharpening the ax. This is the kind of thinking where you're not just gonna go mad, you're not just gonna pick the first thing that, you know, that jumps out, you're not just gonna start wildly swinging at the tree. What you're actually gonna do is you're gonna take a step back, you're gonna consider how can I make my, the impact that I'm having as effective as possible so that I can get this done efficiently and get this done quickly. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna run you through some examples of what anchor habits are. So the first one, let's say for example, uh, client A, these are all people that I've worked with in the past that sort of have sprung to mind. Client A struggles with low energy. Uh, she's a lawyer, she works in a high stress job, food cravings and stress. So what she decided to do, rather than saying, for example, that she was just gonna try and eat better or she's gonna work on yeah, work on nutrition or anything like that, she's actually, what she's saying is that she's gonna work on sleep. Now, what she did was she started to implement one plan, which was getting into bed before 11 p.m. six days a week. And the sort of the positive domino effect of that meant that she had improved resilience. So when she woke up in the morning, she felt fresher, she had better energy. And as a result, she had fewer cravings, she was less impulsive, and she ate better. Because she had that clear thinking, she didn't procrastinate as much, and she actually made more time, she got the work done more efficiently, which meant that she actually had the time to prepare the food that she needed to prepare. She had more energy so that when she did train, the, the, you know, the quality of training was better, and she was more inclined to actually get up and move and go out for walks. Now, all of these things would be one, one habit to work on on their own, but by simply finding out the core of the problem, and in this case, this is the anchor habit, getting to bed is what she needs to do in order to actually allow her to actually execute what she wants to do and actually get it done as in, in the sort of the most efficient way as possible. Second client is client B, who sedentary, lots of client meals. So for those of you who are working in sort of like kind of industries where you need to entertain people to understand and lots of travel. And the thing that this person realized that they had to do was that they had to actually plan. Because the fact of the matter is, is that if this person, this was a man, he sat down and he actually planned out his food and he planned out his training at the beginning of every week, it immediately offered him less anxiety so that when he went out with meals with clients, he didn't feel like he was out of control because it was planned into his, his week. And it also meant that when he, you know, when he didn't feel like he needed to massively restrict between. So he didn't actually end up going overboard when he did go out eating with clients. The second thing is, it made him more time efficient because he only actually had to go shopping once a week. He used to be you know, dropping in and out, making things up as he goes along. And ultimately it meant he could actually prepare his food 
and he then basically made the best use of his time in order to give himself the kind of food that he needed. The last one is actually improved consistency. So eating was more consistent, training was more consistent. He was less worried about you know going out and traveling and all that kind of stuff because he actually always had the big picture in mind. He had that plan, he had it written down, and ultimately it led to him performing better at work. The last one is Client C, who uh, another lady, so a business owner with a very high workload who also was trying to juggle family responsibilities at the same time. And what she found was, is that training, a short workout, first thing, Monday to Friday, was what she needed to do in order to get her head in the right place, bust some stress, and actually lift the pressure of feeling like she needs to do the exercise. Getting it done first thing in the morning was the best thing for her. When she trained every day, she actually made better decisions because she felt like she'd built momentum throughout the day. Her energy was improved because she'd actually moved. And ultimately, it allowed her to keep to a routine which she'd liked. It worked well for her. Not everyone likes a strict routine, but she liked a strict routine. It meant that she could get up in the morning, she could go straight to do her training, and she could then begin this positive cascade of movements throughout the day that would actually allow her to you know, get the best results possible. What you actually need to do is take a thing or take a moment to think about what your key anchor habit might be. Define it, track it. So either if it's something that lends itself to tracking, it might be like training. For example, your training will be recorded on the app. Um, if it's something that isn't necessarily as easily tracked, you could record it on like a habit tracker like Habit Ball. Um, or you could do something as simple as just writing down, if it's a journal, it's just a question of just writing in the journal. Yeah. Don't miss twice, which basically means that this is something that you need to do in order to keep momentum going. If you keep this anchor habit going, whatever it is for you, then ultimately what's going to happen is that you're, it's going to keep you on the straight and narrow, it's going to keep you focused, and it's going to keep you in the right headspace. As long as you guarantee yourself that you do not miss two days on the bounce, then you will keep going and your consistency will be amazing. The benefits of actually identifying an anger habit and then implementing some kind of tracking system into your life so that you can actually build your consistency are that you're all of a sudden, oh, I've got no, that could be me, couldn't it? All of a sudden, you've got a much more intelligent way of doing things. And as a result, the speed that you're going to be able to make changes and the speed that you're therefore going to be able to improve your results will be much, much faster. If you have any questions about this or you want to talk about it a little bit more, then please get in touch. Otherwise, um, I'm sure I'll speak to you very soon.